0: Real Goddess Discovering Your Divine Destiny by Shuri Sandal Episode thirty six Indicators of Self Real Goddess is the most important thing you can know about in your life. It's the end goal of all we become in this life. Eternity is the wrong thing to be wrong about. You treat differently what you want to last forever. A wise man said that in this current day and age, women will be seen as different and distinct in the happiest of ways. And I'm here to rope you in, sister. I told my daughter, who was eight years old, that when she can keep her bedroom clean, she can pierce her ears. That was the advice that I had heard from other parents was that they would be emotionally mature enough to be able to take care of their ears and their earrings and spin them every day and put alcohol in the the holes of their ears if they're able to keep their room clean. Well, she was able to keep her room clean for about three months and I was like, yep, you got it. So she got her ears pierced and then you can just kind of guess right after that everything fell into disrepair and her room became a mess again well she explained to me mom i can't find anything if it's all in where it's supposed to be and i have to argue i say no you know exactly where to find it if it's always put away you know what they say a place for everything and everything in its place but she disagrees well i read in a reader's digest article that you can tell the different parts of your mind and your personality based upon the rooms in your house. So think about maybe a game room. A game game room might show your playfulness that you might have. What is fun to you? Is it chess? Is it ping pong? Is it, you know, any number of games? Is it battleship? is it clue? What does all that say about you? What's the condition of your kitchen? Our kitchen actually is a fairly central place where what we think in our minds often shows up in the kitchen. How messy it is, how clean it is, how put away things are. Can you find what you need to find? Can you find whatever thought it is that you want to find in your mind? They say that the front door shows how outgoing you are or not. If it's red, you're especially outgoing. If it's green, you're not. I don't know how many people have red or green doors. I mean, really isn't like brown or white, like most common colors. Now I'm going to have to look at front doors now that I go as I go through the neighborhood. So, they say that if your bed underneath it is not Messy, then that means you're an anxious person because anxious people try to control their environment. That one I would think would be opposite, that it would be messy if your brain is anxious, but they say that you're actually trying to control your environment. If your bed is made up in the morning, then you like to exercise. The comfort of your chair, whether it be hard or soft, or you can roll it around, or however comfortable it is also matches how rigid you are. So if you're in a business deal with someone and they have a soft chair, they're probably somewhat of a pushover. And if you're a hard chair kind of person, you're probably going to get what you want. Your closet indicates how much you hold onto your past. A clean room indicates how generous you are, and a messy room indicates how creative you are. And I'll tell you what, I agree with the creative one because I really don't like to maintain the cleanliness of the spaces around me. I do a moderate amount, but I definitely am not scrubbing things off surfaces and making everything look fingerprint free at all because I would 10 times rather spend that time and effort being creative. So I had a mentor that told me he could tell me the condition of my mind based on the condition of my surroundings, and I started to think more about this, kind of what we've already been talking about, but I'm going to ask you to, to find out what you think based upon the things that I mentioned here in this next coming up place. So think about your body and your physiology. What does your skin say about you? Do you have rashes? Do you have really young skin? What does your skin say about you? I've heard it said that skin is how you think the world is looking at you, what you think their perception of you is. Think about your digestion. Digestion relates to the stress in our lives. How about strange aches for no reason? Right now, my ring finger has been hurting. And I know because there's nothing that's making it any different than any other finger on my hands that there is a problem there. And it's usually with a relationship somewhere if it's a ring finger. Your teeth. Your teeth indicate how decisive or indecisive you are. And as I become more decisive in the last few years, my teeth have become better and I haven't had so many root canals. Let's think about your environment, kind of like we talked about with the house. How about piles? Do you have a lot of piles around? People with piles often are detail-oriented, and their mind is always going, and they're always breaking things down into smaller bits so that they can make sense of them. People who are clean have a cleaner mind, cleaner um, thinking Habits and processes, and they're less likely to be um, disturbed by the things around them. The music you listen to, what does that say about you? I've heard that the smarter the person, the more they enjoy classical type instrumental music, and the not as brainy, I guess you could say, like rap music and other. Non-music is the way I might kind of put it, music. So what does your music say about you? How about the representations of nature you have in your space? Do you have potted plants? Do you have rocks that you've brought from outside? Or what do you have on your walls? Is it plain or do you have depictions of pictures outside or inside? I have a little, one of those rock salt lamp thingies that's supposed to give good ions, good vibes physically for you. So I like that in my space. So what is what you have in your space as far as things of nature telling about you? How about the people in your life? The people you hang around with most show who you are most like, whether you like that or not. How you treat yourself versus how you treat others, if they are quite incongruous, then you know that you are not in a good harmony with yourself. If you treat yourself well, you're likely going to treat others well also. If you treat strangers bad, there's a good chance you're not going to treat everyone very well. So I really pay attention to how people treat strangers because the more you love just anybody, The more love you have in general. Let's think about finances. How you spend your money indicates how free or tight you are. Money is just an extension of who you are already. So if you're hanging tight to money, you are a tight kind of a person and you're probably going to hold on to things that you could be more generous with than a person who is more free with their money. Now, of course, there can be extremes with that that are not as good. If you're just so free, you just give away money way too carelessly, then you're probably somewhat careless in in the way you treat other people as well. I say probably and unlikely because never and always are way too uh, strong. You might say, oh, I know somebody who is so generous with their money and they are really mean or something like that you probably have you know you probably have scenarios that are opposites of what i'm saying but i'm saying generally so how willing you are to donate money and the various thoughts that come around wanting to donate or not say something about yourself and your sense of self if you're happily and willingly donating money that shows a higher sense of self self and if you are wanting to give too much money there's a codependency or something that you're hoping that people Will like about you because you are giving them more than probably you should. So it's kind of a selfless place to be that shows a little bit less self love. Are you resentful about donating money? So, how resentful you are in life in general will match how you feel about your finances. And also, if you are resentful about money and you just Spend it or give it away anyway, that also shows a measure of dependency of what you're trying to get out of something that you can't yet provide yourself. So, if you are an uncaring person versus a good or a generous steward, it's going to show up in your finances. Let's think about the concept of the abstract. Think about your habits. What do your habits tell you of your personality? Again, I think this one can be kind of telling of whether or not we have scattered thoughts or whether we have organized thoughts. I think there's two ways to look at it, because you could be a very organized person and have organized thoughts, or you can be an organized person and have anxious thoughts. So what would you say your habits say about you? The opposites of your personality. So, if you're normally a type A, um, forward moving type personality, and there are some places where you're absolutely not, maybe you're a procrastinator in some areas, let's say getting your taxes done every year, that can I- indicate wounded parts of you. So, you may feel like you're an organized person, but then when it comes down to a certain part of your life, that will be shown in a messy way, and that shows what's really going on in your mind concerning that thing. And whether or not you're able to handle large large amounts of stress based upon your habits and the way that your mind is organized. Let's think about your dreams. What do your dreams say about you? Well, I've heard it said in several places I've read that dreams are your mind trying to make reality and make sense, trying to make sense of your reality. So if you have a really weird, obnoxious, corny dream about someone who you hardly ever see, it's showing you something about how you're not able to understand the reality of something having to do with this person. Even though you maybe never see them or think about them, there's a part of them that is, that is brought up in your unconscious mind while you sleep. I love to think when I wake up in the morning, what did I dream? And what is that telling me about me? It's accessing the subconscious and whether you want to admit it or not, you may have some pretty crazy dreams. Like I've had dreams of toilets again and again. And the dream is that I can't find where to go do my business and I can't find a bathroom. And so for some reason the toilet is usually hidden somewhere in, at the end, like the, the foot place of a bed. And I just have to lift up the covers, the covers and the sheets and stuff like that. And there's the toilet. So I'm thinking this is really weird. And when I looked into it, what does toilet dreams mean in your life? It meant that there's crap with that you're dealing with that you don't know how to handle. And there has been crap in my life that I've been trying to figure out. What do I do with this? So that actually made sense. Let's move on to your wishes and desires. What do they say about you? Are you stuck in the past and ruminating on things from the past? Or are you thinking about the future and what can become? I know for a long time I was stuck in the past. And I finally realized it wasn't serving me to keep looping through those thoughts from the past again and again. And I decided, it took a little while, but I finally decided to change to vision boards, which helped me to look into the future of what I really wanted, not the bad things from the past that I was hanging on to. So I started to look at vision boards every night and see what I wanted to see. And I've since found several techniques that helped me to stay in the present and looking forward to the future, which is a really great place for your mind to be. And then um, in the opposite What are your greatest fears and what does that say about you? So I really don't like dogs. I have a fear of dogs. And I've finally come to realize that I don't like the spontaneity and the in-your-face-ness of dogs where they can just pass your personal boundaries and all of a sudden just be right up in your face. And that's what I don't like about dogs is any animal or person that thinks that they can cross my boundaries and disturb me. Without my consent. They just come into my space. So think about what the basement of your thoughts is are are telling you. What is hidden away? What is buried? What wants to stay in the basement and why? Would it be okay to bring it up and air it out and to decide what those thoughts are serving you with in your mind? What are your basement thoughts and what can you do about them? So Don't take for granted what these things we've talked about indicate about you and your life and just brush them off and think, eh, it's no big deal. Because when you start to dissect them and decide what they mean for you, you can find out a lot about yourself and about how you can progress and what your real concerns are and worries. And be okay with the space that you're in. And whether it's messy or clean, to come to terms with however that is and be okay with it. Maybe just say, hey, I am a creative person and I have a messy house and you're welcome to come into my messy house and we'll be creative together. Let's think about the goddess now. So the potential goddess, how would her space be? Would she have all these things from her earth life that she loves also transplanted into her her heaven? Or would she not need any of that? Would she be over it? Well, I believe that the potential goddess that you and I can become is a master of mind, body, spirit, and relationships, abundance, space, and the abstract. She has had earth life to teach these lessons and help her coordinate her mind and heart and her inner voice. She's learned enough from her Earth life that she knows exactly what she wants to have in her space, and her mind works perfectly because she has learned from those experiences and relationships and environment on Earth. She's perfected all things in her space, and she remembers from Earth why she wants to be a being of order and enjoyment, if that works for her, or a being of chaos, if that works for her as well. Think about that, do you agree? Is it okay to be godlike and have chaos? I do know one verse of scripture that says, orderliness, let's see, uh, cleanliness is godliness. And uh, something about um, a place of order is a place of God. So what do you think? If she's naturally kind of a creative person, maybe her heaven will be kind of messy. So then my next question is, can the goddess let loose? Can she just have a heyday and maybe um, have mud wars? Or can she just ransack a room and just throw everything around and it's going to be okay? What if she's got a fun, random personality? Will it show up in her eternities forever that way? And then will she just snap her fingers And a ministering angel will come and clean up her messes and do her bidding. Whatever the case, the potential goddess is a master of her eternity, however she wills that to be. Won't it be wonderful to be that potential goddess in the future that has the master of all of your space and time? I hope you will join me in awakening 1 million potential goddesses to their divine destiny by sharing this podcast and information with others you think would benefit. And I hope you have a wonderfully creative, clean space existence, if that's what you like.